hey there, everyone. Welcome to the in between. That felt early. That it, you that know, felt really that early. felt early. I was a little eager, and <laughs> also I don't know if it's because of the level in my ears it was a little bit deafening, and I was like, I got <laughs> to turn, turn this turn down. Off. <laughs> so hey, keeping you guys on your That's toes. That's right. Exactly right. Uh, what just if, happened? <laughs> and if John's listening, John, turn this off. You're on sabbatical. That's right. But um, yeah, we've got <clears throat> Paul and Chris in studio. Chris is uh, drinking coffee, and it looks like Paul is enjoying himself a tall glass of Fanta. <laughs> Fanta orange. <clears throat> but it, but it's not, right? No. As you can hear, probably in my voice a little bit. Yeah. Doing the emergency. Yeah. Just precautionary. Okay, so I I didn't, I honestly didn't know emergency was actually colored. Mm-hmm. I guess I've I've never drunk it in a clear, clear container. Yeah. Wow. That, I mean, that's very orange. Very orange. <laughs> And that's what, that's how he gets his orange hair. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, and it's, truthfully, it's the uh, off-brand version of it. Oh, uh, gotcha. even better. Okay, from there we go. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. In case you didn't know, that is how uh, Paul is platinum blonde, but because he drinks that, uh, he's got that uh, ruddy, ruddy look. The ruddy look. Amazing. Just kidding. Good morning. You're, you're not. You're just starting to get some white. You're you're whitening up a little slower. Oh yeah, yeah. A little slower than I did. I just had this conversation with a guy the other yeah. day. He was a redhead. Yes. And he's probably five years younger than me. And mm-hmm. we were having this like, like this weird conversation. There's going to mm-hmm. come a time in five or ten years when I introduce myself to somebody and They're they not don't know, know I'm a redhead. redhead. They don't know right. I was ever a redhead. Yeah, they don't yeah, know yeah. I was, and, and which is the weird part about that is when you're a redhead and you're a kid, it's all it anyone you. ever talks about. Yeah. I mean, nothing else. It's it's the craziest. You you score the winning goal in your soccer game, and it's like, look at his hair. <laughs> right. It's it is unbelievable. And and when you're a kid, you hate it. At least yep. when you're a little kid, if you're like me, you just hate it. Yeah. Like, please leave me the alone. I asked so my parents like, if I could dye my hair black. <laughs> yeah. Because I hated it. Yeah. Well, here's what the I'm attention. surprised that you asked. In my head, I just thought you would come in with black hair that, and then be like is an oh, excellent Paul. point. Yeah, that's nice. valid. <laughs> I dyed mine black when I was Danny Zuko. That's the only time I've ever dyed my hair. Oh, and that would, man, it that would change black. your look. Oh, it did so much. It did so oh, much. Man. I went from Irish to Italian in one fell swoop. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, but so it's here, pretty wild. So here's my question, though. Yeah. So if you have darker hair and you start getting... You know, some gray in it or white. It's salt and pepper. But what are, is it still salt and pepper? No, or? people start calling you strawberry blonde and things hey, like that. Yeah, there They're like, oh, you're not really. The, I mean, I was I, trying to come up with the spot. I was like, I know, I was salt and cayenne. Tony Sasher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we're back to the Italian. They're very, oh, well, I know, I know, Louisiana, I know. Louisiana I was thinking Tony. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think, yeah, it is, it is a weird Creole. thing. And then you, and then, mm-hmm. and then you finally meet a girl mm-hmm. who likes red hair. And then and it's all like, cool. then it's cool. Then it's like okay, all all is good. That's cool. I'm I'm the best. You know, Ginger had a redheaded doll when she was a kid named Christopher. That she no. named Christopher. Yep. <laughs> she. Yeah. There's your marriage summed up in a sentence. That's exactly right. <laughs> My doll, Christopher. That's exactly right. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right, dude. I lo- this podcast is great for exposing just wonderful truth. It is. Oh man, mm. goodness! Very cool, John. We miss you. Exactly. <laughs> Just kidding. Come back. Um, um, very cool. Okay. On on this past Sunday, you covered uh, Luke chapter four, verse one to twelve, yep. the temptation yep. of Jesus. Temptation. Well, and you also talked about the end of three. 
Is there anything you yep, were going to say? Yeah, no, I was going to genealogy. And <clears throat> I was going to say you did a great job mm-hmm. bringing humanity into the story. Thank yeah. you. I think we I'd mentioned it in between the first and second service, but I even had several comments after the second mm-hmm. service from people who said the same thing. And so, yeah, just such such a especially with the genealogy for that, like Luke's mm-hmm. genealogy does emphasize, I think, again, the correct mm-hmm. yeah the correct line. Um, and then to move into a temptation in a way that, yeah, I think we all, I, I loved even just the pictures and mm-hmm. I think my kids yes. did too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That really stuck with them of like this idea of a mm-hmm. human Jesus who was struggling through this yes. and yet mm-hmm. chose to do it. Cause again, it wasn't like he, you know, pompously walked to the cross with, mm-hmm. oh, all's, all's good. Right, oh, exactly. 40 lashes and, oh, pulling out yeah, my beard. Whatever. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm above all this. No, yeah. this, is, this is a human Jesus who then at the same time is divine. Mm-hmm. And so... It's so wild when you consider that he's, he's working with the disadvantage of he has to face all these things because he is God. But he has mm-hmm. to face them all as a man. As a man. Because, and and that's, yeah. you know, we don't yeah. have to face that. Satan's not going to call one of us out, of, meet up with us. The Holy Spirit's not going to drive us, prize, probably, drive us into the wilderness to go toe-to-toe with the most powerful created being. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and again, un, except for the power of the Holy Spirit, we would stand no chance against something like that. Yeah. And But Jesus has to face him under these horrible circumstances because mm-hmm. he's God but he doesn't have the advantages of experiencing his divinity when he faces them. Mm-hmm. And that's just, ah. yeah. And yeah. the more I thought about, I mean, it, I realized this is, so this is always a, a, a little bit of a wary thing mm. that I often, when I'm studying something and something comes to me like, wait a minute, wait a minute, Jesus would have been just debilitated mm-hmm. in this moment. And, and realizing I, I never realized that mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. had this image of this, you right. know, rosy cheeked, muscular Jesus going toe to toe with the devil, like it's the champion from mm-hmm. Carmen, right? And and so like, and then the sudden realization, wait a minute, I I've never probably seen this properly. It's kind of mm-hmm. like when we realized Samuel probably wore a big turban because his hair would have hung all the way to the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, up, oh, I've never pictured mm-hmm. Samuel that as that. Like, yeah. uh, it, yeah. it must be that way, but I've never picked John the Baptist probably the same way. Yeah, yeah, you know, we see him with scraggly hair. That's probably not sufficient. Yeah. It sh- probably should be this massive, uncontrolled Matted. beard. And, and oh, yeah, excellent. Yeah. And so anyway, that's a, mm. we don't picture it right. And when I do, and then I assume, this is the step that's always scary is, I then assume that I'm not the only one. That not mm-hmm. everyone else is going to be like, well, <clears throat> right. Yes, Chris. Obviously right. he mm-hmm. was not, yeah. I mean, he had fasted 40 days, Chris. Like what? Yeah. Why mm-hmm. did you have this? And but it is amazing how often yeah. I look out in the crowd and people are like shaking their head, going, "I." You can tell they're going like, "I, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. never pictured this right. right." And that painting, that one painting, is so. Is I actually so want it. I'm gonna try yeah. to look yeah. up where it is and see if I can get a copy of yeah. it. Yeah, I would love to hang it. The, somewhere. La- the last one where he's yeah, just haunted. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That, I want to watch the clip that you had suggested. I'm, I'm going. What to, is the clip? I'm going to look it up. Actually, my children asked. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, be careful. Pastor Chris said uh, we didn't need to watch this, but. Uh, I will find it, and then while we're sitting here, I'll find it. And brilliant, um, yeah. Um, I also really liked just how you how you took time and unpacked each of the three noted temptations. You know, yes, and like how the first one I had not thought about it being like almost like the the way that you had described it, like it almost seems sneaky. 
Yes. How yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, that's you know, a- I was like, and even if that's not the case, exactly. The, the thought of like, it, it would make sense though, for Satan to appeal to a man's hunger after that long. Right. And then I think the last one, also like the significance of the corner of the temple. Yes. And then what that meant in regards to foregoing crucifixion and that mm-hmm. I was, I had not thought of that either. Yep. So I'm, that was one of those. I was like, Oh dang that yeah. my goodness, how tempting would that have been? Yes. Yes, absolutely. The thought of, I mean, I, I had, what I had to do, what I realized my job was to do was to make all three of them tempting. Yeah. And mm. because I read that, read them in the King James and I'm like, make this stone, make these stones <coughs> into bread. No. All right. Um, jump off this cliff. No. Okay. Would you then worship me? No. All right. right, Well, I guess we're done. Like that's how it (laughs) felt to me my whole life. Right. That's exactly. And Jesus going like, no, why would I do that? I'm not, I'm not even vaguely like you're offering me a pile of dog mess. Mm -hmm. No, not tempting. So how, how I had to dig into why would, cause Satan's not an idiot. He's not going to go like, Oh, you know, here's, I'm going to tempt you with playing cards. You know, Mm -hmm. something that Jesus was like, right. I'm not interested. He had to be actually tempting him with hit. These had to be his three best shots. Mm hmm. I have yeah. to think of it that way. And so it right. has to even be. The, even the picture of like, yeah, Caesar washing and kissing yes. his feet. I was like, dang, yeah. for him. And in that context. Realizing he, yeah, I get like, to usher in the kingdom. Right. But there is no cross. Yeah. And all I have to do is just a quick worship Satan moment. You know, that kind of thing. Like, I'll just be under Satan's authority and then I can do exactly what it is that God, yeah. we decided I was going to do. So. Anyway, yeah, and y'all have heard me say, Paul and I have discussed this in detail before in the past, but, you know, the question of could Jesus have sinned, I yeah. think the only correct answer has to be no. Mm-hmm. And yet, I think when, we, when mm-hmm. we answer that too quickly, we forget that he didn't. Right. Yeah. And, and so I, I don't know how that plays out. Yeah. Right. I mean, there has to be some level of that was a feat. Uh-huh. That he yeah, exactly. Right. It's not just like a... Yeah, he wasn't impervious. And and so, like, uh, there's a part of me that's like, that says in my heart, he could have, but he couldn't. Yeah. Like, he could have, but the consequences of that would be such that he couldn't. Right. I mean, like, what if Jesus had sinned, what would that have meant to creation? I mean, would all of creation just immediately shattered and broken into pieces as a triune God was separated by sin? Like, right. I can't even fathom what the consequences of of Jesus committing a sin against the Father, like... Uh, you know, that's why I go theologically. I want to say, no, that's not interesting. Possible. You couldn't do that. He mm-hmm. couldn't have done that because it still would have gone against his nature. Right. But he was experiencing the nature of humanity at the same time. And humans can sin. Right. So yeah. it's just, it's a challenge. That, is that was challenge. one of the comments that uh, a church member came up in between services and was talking to me about, uh, or after the second service um, and was talking to me about the idea of um, Jesus' words, proclaiming forsakenness of God, um, on the cross. So like, uh, why yeah, okay. forsaken yes. Yeah. Um, and he was like, do you think, do you think he really was forsaken? Do you think there was something that he, he experienced that wasn't of God? Um, and I was like, yeah, I said, yes. I mean, it's like, <clears throat> this is clearly the point of like, he bore our sins, mm-hmm. right? Like he took on our sins and was like, I think for the first time in his life, he experienced, what it was to have a separation from a perfect yeah. union because mm-hmm. of sin. 
And then the line, everyone's like, and it was like, and I think what our takeaway is, it's like, it's our fault. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not his fault at all. Right. Like, exactly. There was nothing about Jesus that deserved that separation. It really is ours. Um, and this older man who was, I was engaging with, I mean, like instantly it was like it was tears in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. He was right. Like, it's our fault. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, mean, I think <laughs> that's the. If any one of us if, could right. have not sinned. Right. Then they, then the assumption is we either we could have taken on that role or right. we would have been the redemption of mankind. Mm. Oof. So only only him and only by a choice. Mm. Nothing about him deserved it. Mm. And it was only because of his love and reaching out for yeah. us to redeem I wonder, our brokenness. I wonder if he felt the weight of that. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, if he felt the weight of like, I mean, him being God, I understand that he holds everything. Right. But him also being man of like, and if I don't, if I, if I fall to this, but again, yes, can he, but it's also like, if I don't, what are the implications here? Yeah. I don't, you that, know what I that mean? is impossible I, to yeah. know what all he was in that moment. Like his, how did his divin, how, how mm-hmm. did his divinity, which he was not living in the experience of, right. but was still true. Mm-hmm. Like, how does he, how does he wrestle through that in this moment? Mm-hmm. And, and clearly um, I got an email from somebody saying, I, you know, one of those opportune times clearly with that Satan came back was the, all the people shouting at him, come off the cross. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're really the mm-hmm. son of God, it sounds so familiar. Like yeah. Yeah. if you're really the son of God, throw yourself off this. If you're really mm-hmm. the son of God, come off the cross. And so, mm-hmm. um, and clearly that's Satan's language, but it's it's such a amazing that the the human the man Jesus Jesus Christ the second person of the Trinity experienced the the way man is separated from God yeah. mm-hmm. um, even though at the cosmic level there could be no separation in mm-hmm. the Triune God as a man experiencing life as a man yeah. experiencing things like tired mm-hmm. tempted that God doesn't mm-hmm. normally experience yeah. He also then experienced the consequence of sin, which is mm-hmm. the, the the division there that's created. Yeah, and so it's a again this one of the 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 hypostatic union, the the fact that Jesus is fully God and fully man, mm. is it does lead us to certain mysteries. But at the mm. same time, I think is logically and totally coherent. Yeah, um, and there's no other way I think to understand and explain mm. what was what is going on in these gospels. So mm. um, the the on YouTube. By the way, I sent you all the links, and we can watch it here in a second. We don't want to do it online, but mm-hmm. um, this it's called Jesus is Tempted in the Desert by Satan under the heading Jesus is Life. So mm. I don't know the, the name of the channel is Jesus is Life. Okay. Um, but, and I don't know, I mean, there's there are several of them, but this is the one, it literally starts with Jesus laying on his back mm. out in the sun, and he's just laying there. Now, again... <laughs> He's not nearly emaciated enough, but everything yeah. else I think is, is interesting. Right. So anyway, it's, it's okay. a tough. Well, and again, here we are moving into this next week with mm-hmm. the passage of what does Jesus experience that he doesn't deserve? And here we run into him at his hometown, Nazareth, mm-hmm. being rejected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a tough one. This is an interesting one portrayed on, I feel like on the Chosen series. Yep. I agree. I th- I thought that was an interesting. Did you watch? Have you watched that? I haven't seen any. So that, there's no. a well, confession. It, it, well, totally fine. I think it was just like, 
he he kind of comes into this hometown. He's playing a game like it's like he's playing their version of hack, like a hacky sack type, okay. which is just excellent. The way they do it is so. And, he's, and by the way, he's bad at it. So it, it just <laughs> makes it seem like, hey, this is Jesus. He's in his hometown, and yep. then when he goes to his hometown synagogue, it's like, oh shoot, he's saying this, and people are like, wait, Jesus? No. Yeah, that was interesting. Sorry, I'm, that's an aside. Well, and I do very, like. I, I do. I think they do it well. It, they created a controversy because of a line Jesus uses. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, what were you, go ahead, Paul. I was gonna, just going to say that same thing of like in, um, so we're in Luke three or four, Luke four, um, verse sixteen. As was his custom, he went right. to mm-hmm. the synagogue. Like I just again, something fascinating about the Son of God as human. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, what, what are, what's the one mm-hmm. thing what's like the Westminster, Westminster catechism. Mm-hmm. What are we created for worship? Yeah. And it's like, no, as was his custom, he mm-hmm. went to worship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there on that day, he was also not just worshiping, <clears throat> but he was teaching. Mm-hmm. And so he opens up the scroll and then he reads from Isaiah 61. And you that starts that in we verse. That on video somewhere. You and or me teaching, teaching from the synagogue. Um, the like, synagogue. I remember it. In Nazareth? But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll bet. Well, we need to see if we can find, find that. that. I'd be great. I don't know if I have it. Maybe in one of one of the many, many millions of recorded videos recorded that you videos guys have from Israel. from Israel. That are that are gone because of the Oh no, that no, was no, all Oh no, I don't know. I don't that's my <laughs> whenever somebody says, Oh, remember we had that video? I'm like, please tell me it's not in those hard drives that crashed. We can find, we will look. I and by we I mean I. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hadn't even thought about the fact that I think we have that somewhere. That'd be cool. We should, yeah. Somewhere, like you said. Somewhere or nowhere. Those That's exactly choices. right. Those are the two choices. <laughs> <laughs> but Those he reads fun. in 18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. And he has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. In, in Isaiah, what is Isaiah referring to? Like, is he referring to himself when he's writing it? So Isaiah's passage pro- is yeah. a messianic, like, proclamation. Yes. So it's a prophecy about the oh, one okay. who will come. Okay. And so <clears throat> the fact that Jesus was, I mean, and again, this part, everybody clearly knew. Yeah. You know, this part yes. where Jesus read this, everybody's fine. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, Amen. Well, the this problem is, right. is at this moment, what is he like, claiming though? Mm-hmm. Right. Not because he hasn't claimed it yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So at, at the reading, so he, like, cause you're right. Because yeah. the scroll was opened. This, this wasn't Jesus, you know, like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I found it. Like, no, the scroll of the prophet of Isaiah was given to him mm-hmm. yep. because this was probably at, the weekly at, reading. Right. This was their scheduled time. Um, and so he stands up to read. It was handed to him. Mm. He read within Isaiah this passage. Mm-hmm. And so, again, there's there's probably some semblance of he knew where to go mm-hmm. because he has been worshiping regularly. Yeah, And so he went on to the next passage that was presented to, mm-hmm. to him and was custom and read this. 
And then he rolls up this scroll, gives it back to the attendant, and sits down. And all the eyes of the synagogue were fixed on him. Uh, because, again, this is the moment of like, oh, that's that's the uh, John 3.16, you know, mm. of our Christianity versus their Judaism of like, yes, salvation will come. Mm-hmm. Favorite passage. Everybody loves it. And it's like, mm-hmm. what is this man going to say? And that's when he says, today, the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And mm. they're just marveled. Right. At the gracious words coming from his mouth, as it says. Um, and then then what immediately comes after being marveled by truth, because that's what I think. I think mm. this is the this is the presentation of truth. And what Jesus does in a lot of his words is set dividing lines. Mm. Um, this is truth, and now you have to choose. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so um, he says the scripture has been fulfilled with him. They recognize there is something special about this, and then they have to decide. And then comes, hmm, some questions. Mm-hmm. Is yep. this not Joseph's son? Um, yeah. I which, do think they do this super accurately mm-hmm. in The Chosen, mm-hmm. that that when he gets up and read, cause, because the, they all have the same questions everybody else is, is mm-hmm. who is Jesus? Mm-hmm. Is he a prophet? Is he a traveling evangelist? And mm-hmm. they're all proud of him as this traveling evangelist prophet guy. And they think he's awesome. They're like, we can't wait to have our, you know, this is, this our is hometown hero. Jamie Foxx comes back to Terrell, mm-hmm. right? I mean, this is, this is our hometown hero. He's made it big. He's back. They hand it to him. He reads this and sits, then he sits in the teaching seat. So then he goes and sits in the seat of teaching and, and they show it again. They portray it perfectly in the chosen that mm-hmm. he starts getting peppered with questions. Hey, you know, he's the, including the rabbi who's there, asks him some questions about mm-hmm. this. And, and, and then at some point in that they're all sitting and looking at him and he, his answers are such that they're going, wait a minute, what are you saying? Mm. And finally he just says it. This, this passage has been fulfilled. It's, mm. it's, it's being fulfilled in front of your eyes right now. Mm. Well, they know what that means. He is mm. proclaiming himself as the Messiah. He is the fulfillment of the messianic prophecies of Isaiah. Mm. And all of a sudden, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. All of a sudden, the whole room changes. People start like, the, the women start hugging Mary, his best friends who he's playing games with. Some are confused, but most of them are like, well, I mean, now we have to kill our friend. Mm-hmm. Because he is proclaiming, he is, he is committing blasphemy. He is, mm-hmm. um, anyway, when you see it, because you do need to at some point watch them. It is it is worth it, even though it's like, I, you know, my attitude about it. I know. <laughs> I and it will be. It will be. That's one of the goals of my sabbatical this year. Oh, nice. To watch. I like I've it. Set it. I've set it apart. Okay, <laughs> like, okay, good. We'll finally do this. Um, but Leon he, Morris in his commentary writes, uh, people are always more ready to see greatness in strangers than those they know well. Of course they are. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, yeah, that just, again, fascinating about a hometown not being welcomed yes, by the prophet in his hometown. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this guy that's kind of mysterious mm. and maybe I'll accept that coming in. And it's like, no, we know this guy. We know Joseph's Joseph's son. Mm. No, it can't, it can't be. And the implications then of that versus what we read, you know, in chapter two of like the angel comes and says, you know, the Holy spirit 
will come upon you. Right. And it's like in his hometown, people didn't believe that. Right. 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 Like I know, I know we've talked about that again, but I think that was new to me as we were doing this is like, this is what Mary experienced. Mm -hmm. This is what she's Mm -hmm. talking about. And yet the, the people who would have been closest to them would probably have called BS. Okay, Joseph. (laughs) Got it. Right. God did this. Right. And, and I think, again, it comes after, um, so, so Jesus reads this passage. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, I'm on board. We mm-hmm. love this. What new insight can you say? Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that in verse 24 <laughs> is the first time of six times that Luke records Jesus saying, truly I say upon you, mm-hmm. um, or truly I say to you. And this authoritative like Jesus now takes exactly that, the right. rabbi position of like, yep. mm-hmm. he now is proclaiming a truth, a revealed truth based mm-hmm. on this. Truly, I say to you, no prophet is acceptable in his hometown or welcomed in his hometown. Mm. Um, same thing that, yeah, same same word in Greek that happened in, in verse 19. Um, but this shows this like, this mm-hmm. choosing like of the sides. Yeah, yeah. Like you got to choose, you got to choose his truth right, or your own truth. Mm. Um, and then he walks, he walks through again, Elijah um, and Elisha and again, the prophets. And when they heard his explanation of those things, verse 28, all the synagogue was filled with wrath. Mm. And again, just baffling 29. And they rose up and drove him out of the town and brought him to the brow on the hill to which the town was built so they could throw him down the cliff. Mm-hmm. And where I want all the stories, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's how. verse 30. Yeah. But passing through their mist, he went away. <laughs> like, how, how, how did that happen? Like, okay, you'll appreciate, so I'll I mean, give this yeah. away. Okay. Oh, the, I haven't watched The way they it. do it in the show is so similar. So do you remember in Tombstone... When Sheriff Behan comes running up right after the shootout at the OK Corral. Went, and yeah. he's like, all right, I want all these men arrested. Mm. And uh, Wyatt Earp walks up to Behan and goes, Behan, I don't think you're going to be, I don't think I'm going to let you arrest us today. And then he walks through him. It is very similar to that. <laughs> he assembly just walks up to the rabbi and says, this isn't happening. And then walks through and leaves. And it's like, that's one option. We we don't know. Like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's you. this passage is so mysterious. Like, is it just that he just, all of a sudden they can't find him. Mm-hmm. This is a miraculous moment of he's suddenly coated in Teflon and they can't touch him. Is it, or is it? And I think the authority line is the best argument because he's clearly taken that authority. Taken I am their rabbi. I am the teacher here. And no one here has the authority to overrule my teaching. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to kill me today. I'm now I'm leaving. And, and my, he leaves. But why, then why let him take him to the cliff anyway? <laughs> it's a great question. Why let well, him? And again, so there is the question of like, is Luke presenting a narrative that is the antithesis of the third temptation? Oh, yeah. Is yeah, now yeah. this the presentation oh. of the cliff that he chose? Yeah. So Satan says, hey, let's walk out on this precipice, this cliff and say, this is all yours. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, you know what? I could claim that. Mm-hmm. But instead, I'm going to claim how humanity who I've come to save Mm -hmm. what they think of this cliff. And then he Mm -hmm. goes to the people 
and they march him up on the cliff, but they march him up to throw him off mm. because we're broken and we're wow. falling. And so I, I do appreciate the wow. contra- or the contrast yeah. between the two of Satan saying, this is all yours. Yeah. And Jesus going, you're wrong, but you're right. Mm-hmm. I'm making a choice right. about this cliff and I will return here as king, as Messiah. Right. And as king and Messiah, when I present myself as the fulfillment of all those things to broken humans, this you is, know what this they're going to do? Response. They're going to try to throw me off this. Instead Man. of say, deliver us and look at all what we yeah. could have. Yeah. Dang. Yep. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's cool. Yep. Okay. Well, any, anything else you want to say to that? I, that's I a great think this is going to be start. fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going to be great. Uh, we'll see how far I get. I'm hoping I just I'm just t- going to try to get the sermon written through the whole passage, the end of the chapter, not counting on getting all the way through. <laughs> so we'll see. Well, be encouraged. <laughs>